Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Way Podcast, where we talk about Yahweh and how to live life His way. If we haven't met, my name is Victoria, and I am so excited that you have stumbled across this podcast. Today, we are talking all about toxic friendships and what that means, how to end them, and what the Bible says about it, and all the things. So let's get right into today's episode. Okay, y'all. Listen, we're about to go in. I have a lot to say in very little time. So, <laughs> so I was like, you know, praying over this and preparing it. And I came across some just like alarming things where like I knew this topic was important because I was completely supposed to talk about something else different tonight. But the Holy Spirit change trajectories five minutes before I was about to hit record and said let's talk about this so we're talking about it and when I was doing some research on it I basically looked up the definition of toxic like what does toxic mean and this is the definition of toxic okay poisonous very harmful or unpleasant insidious When I read that definition, I was a little bit uneasy and alarmed because I'm like, wow, I didn't realize what toxic meant. Like toxic, anything is not good. Like a toxic relationship, toxic friendships, toxic, whatever. Toxic is just associated with all things bad. But I didn't realize to the extent of how bad it actually was until I read the definition of toxic. So why would you want to be in a poisonous friendship when you put it that way? It really stings and it really hits you. But um, toxic friendships, y'all. Let's talk about it. Boy, oh boy, have I been through some toxic friendships. And I'm so glad that we have been through them Because my friendships now are just so rich. I talk about my friends all the time. I just love the heck out of these girls. And my friendships now are just so rich and just so Holy Spirit driven. I don't even know how I lasted as long as I did in these other toxic relationships and these toxic friendships. But um, y'all toxic friendships are just not fun. Like toxic anything is not fun, but toxic friendships are especially not fun. Let's talk about how to identify if you are in a toxic friendship. And when I was kind of just going through all this on the internet, I came across just like an article. And when one of the articles that talked about friendship said that friendships are supposed to add to your life, like they're supposed to enhance your life. They're supposed to make your life more meaningful. And even the Bible says a friend is supposed to love at all times. And not that like a friendship is supposed to be perfect, but a friendship is not supposed to take away from your life. And so if you just start feeling patterns of every time you leave a friend, you're annoyed. Every time you leave a friend, you feel uneasy. Every time you leave a friend, their energy just completely drains you. Every time you leave a friend, you feel something of negativity. That's a very big sign that you are in a toxic friendship. And test out the theory because I recently have been going through this and 
when I leave certain of my friends, like I leave feeling energized, empowered, like so refreshed because we just had the greatest little time and we had the great greatest little night. And, you know, like you just feel so good when you leave good friends. And so test this theory out. There's someone in your life that you feel like is leaving you feeling the opposite of this. Test it out with the friends that you feel make you feel good. If you feel completely opposite with this friend group than you do with this friend group or this friend you feel with this friend, then you're not crazy. Like there's a reason why you feel negative over here and positive over here. But just be aware of it. Don't ignore it. Don't brush it under the rug just because you want to avoid a confrontation or a hard conversation. Like identify it and move on from there. Um, And like a, a toxic friend can do like little things like put you down point out insecurities, make you look dumb in front of boys, like just really little things, subtle things that just make you feel icky. And so just just keep be aware of that. Okay, if someone is making you feel less than or just not good at all, that is a toxic friend, y'all. And so now let's talk about what to do with what once you've identified this toxic friendship that is making you feel icky in your spirit. First thing you need to do, you need to pray because I look at all of my friendships. I love them and I look at them in a lot of ways, but just one way I look at them is preparation for my husband. And so like, because you have to have a friendship with your husband, you have to have a relationship with your husband. And so that means you have to communicate with your husband. You have to go through the hard times with him. You have to do this and that and this, everything you do in a friendship with him. And so pray about it. First, is this a friendship you're supposed to cut off or is this a friendship that you're supposed to talk through and communicate and talk through the ugly with? And so if you feel like you're supposed to talk to this person first, have the conversation, be intentional about it, set it up. I've been on the receiving end of this and I've also been the conductor of this. So I've been on both sides, but whatever you do, just be intentional and set up the conversation and pray so much leading up into the conversation and ask the Holy Spirit to guide your words because you don't want to speak out of anger. You don't want to speak out of malice and ill intent. Like you want to speak from the spirit just to navigate through it with him and to see like what is the future for this relationship. And once you have this conversation and you see it, nothing has changed. That's a very big indication and a very big sign that you're supposed to part ways with this person and in this friendship, because I mean, that's borderline abuse and manipulation at this point. Like you've talked to them, their habits don't change, their actions don't change. And God is not calling you to stay in an abusive or manipulative relationship. And so If you have the conversation and things still go south, that is a good indication that it is supposed to end. But like I said, whatever you do, just stay so prayerful behind how to do this because you don't want to move without God. You don't want to act too soon. You don't want to act too late. Just stay behind God in whatever you do. I know this can be hard when you feel like God is calling you to separate your friendships with people and relationships with people but especially if you've been friends with people for a a long time y'all at the end of the day longevity does not mean much like 
you've been friends with this person for 10 years. That's great. But if God is saying it's time to part ways, then it's just time. Like, and one prayer to pray is God, give me the gift of goodbyes. Like when you, when God gives you peace and the gift of goodbyes, it's so easy for not easy, but it's easier to sever the relationship and part ways. And even go as deep. When I tell y'all pray, I'm talking like really pray. Go even as deep into prayer as in asking God guidance on how to, to end it. I've done this. Like is a friendship breakup necessary or do we just distance? Do I just distance myself from this person? And I've had um, friendship breakups and I've also had distance type answer prayers. And so Ask God, how, how are you supposed to end it? You know, just literally ask him for so much guidance and so much little thing every step of the way. Um, and if you pray and you do all these steps and you still don't feel like the Lord, you still feel like you don't hear him clearly on what you're supposed to do next, line the friendship up with scripture. Okay. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 11 says, therefore encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. When you leave this friend, do you feel encouraged? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel like you've been built up? If not, then that's the opposite of what scripture says a friend is supposed to be. Proverbs 18, 24 says, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Do you feel like this friend is sticking close, closer to you than a brother? Like, do you feel like this friend is with you through thick and thin? If not, that's not what the Bible says a friend should be doing. John 15, 13, greater love has no one, greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down their life for his friends. Do you feel like your friend would sacrifice for you? Like, I mean, it's just, Jesus is a friend. Jesus is the perfect friend. He's so much more than that as well. But he, one of the, his characteristics is being our friend. Jesus is the perfect model to go after when you are trying to navigate through friendships and how to be, the, how to be a good friend. What does this friend look like towards you? You know, if you feel like this friend was sacrificed literally nothing for you, then there's a good reason or there's a good indication that this friend is just not the friend that you need. Like, I know it's really hard and cutthroat, but it's just as simple as that. You know, the friends I'm really close to, I know for a fact they would sacrifice something for me, their life, their whatever. I, I will sacrifice my life for them. Like, because you love these people just that big, you know, like the Bible is not just making up stuff. Like you really do love people to the extent to where you would sacrifice for them. And so if you have a friend that you just feel like this is a transactional friendship, a conditional friendship, they don't love me. They don't sacrifice. They won't, wouldn't sacrifice anything for me. That is a sign that that that's not what the Bible says. Friendship should be Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Do you feel challenged from your friend? Do you feel accountability from your friend? Do you feel like when you leave this person, are you a better person because of it? Or are you worse? Are you falling into sin? Are you getting falling into temptation of other types of whatever? Like if you feel like you leave this friend and you're not feeling like an iron sharpens iron type feel, and I'm not saying that every time you leave friends, you're supposed to feel all of this. But every time you leave a friend and you feel the opposite of this, that's a problem. And so if you don't feel like you're being sharpened, if you don't feel like you're being challenged, that's not a biblical friendship. First Corinthians 15, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Like I said, 
in the in the last verse. Do you feel like every time you leave your friend, you're feeling icky because you're falling into sin patterns? You're feeling icky because all you do is gossip with this person. You're feeling icky because all you do is get drunk with this person. You're feeling icky because all you do is, I mean, fall into sexual temptation. Like literally it could be so much. And so like, don't be fooled. Bad company corrupts good character. So are you letting this friend corrupt your good character? If so, that's not a biblical friendship. Proverbs 13 20 says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of the fools will suffer harm. And so, yeah, that literally just goes back to the last verse. Bad company corrupts good character. Are you walking with the wicked or are you walking with the wise? You know, and I said this in my other podcast, I think the last episode, but my mama always said growing up, birds of a feather flock together. Okay, so when you are surrounding yourself with people who are just not doing good things and not living a Holy Spirit led life, don't be surprised if shortly after that or through that, you end up finding yourself saying things and doing things or forming habits that you've developed because you're walking with the wicked. And I don't and I don't want to say wicked. I mean, that's what the Bible says, but I'm not saying these people are evil, horrible people, but I am saying like, you know. Just be careful who you're walking and doing life with because the Bible is very clear about that. Oh, sorry. I keep sneezing, y'all. I think I don't, I don't know if I'm getting sick or I don't know if my allergies are flaring up or what is going on. But so if I sound a little bit stuffy, that's what's happening right now. Um, but literally line up your friendship with scripture, y'all. And if every verse that you find about friend friendship and friendship, friendships, friends, relationships is opposite. If every verse in the Bible that talks about friendships, you feel like this relationship with this person is the opposite of this verse. That's God speaking to you. The word of God is the word of God. That is his way of speaking as well. And so have a conversation with them. If you feel led, distance yourself with them. If, if you feel led, have a friendship breakup. If you feel led, whatever the case may be, pray it through. But lining up your friendship along with scripture is a great measurement tool to see the spiritual temperature of the relationship. Okay, y'all. Now let's talk about why... You need to listen and you need to obey because there are a lot of reasons as to why. But there's just a few I felt like God highlighted while I was praying over this and just kind of talking this through with him. But the first one is, y'all, listen, we got to obey God. I, I am to the point where I just don't question him because I'm like, listen, you know best. But the first one kind of got me a little bit, not going to lie, but it was basically he could be protecting you from getting hurt. God knows God's time is not our time. He knows everything from the beginning of time to the end of time. Okay. He sees, he knows the day you're going to be born and the day you're going to not be on this earth anymore. And so like God sees if this person if you keep this person in your life that he's telling you to snip snip he sees what this person is going to do to you in the future and so that is just a big one I felt really strong he could be protecting you from getting hurt so listen now the second point I have is 
This man, as in God, hears conversations that you don't. He sits at tables that you are not sitting at. He hears your name leave people's mouths that you have no idea are talking about you. And this person could literally speak so ill about you all the time, but you would never know because you're not sitting at the table that God is sitting at. And so he hears conversations you don't. God could just be like, hey, this is just not a person I want in, in my girl's life. She's not doing her well. She's not treating her well. She's not speaking about her nicely behind her back. Like she's not speaking nicely to her about her to other people. Just God hears conversations you don't. That could be one of the reasons why he's like, all right, let's go ahead and nip this in the bud. Okay. The next point I have is God could be about to take you through doors that this person is not supposed to come. You could be about to be promoted, but this person is holding you back. This person is hindering your promotion. This per person is almost like dragging you down, you know? And God knows that this door he's about to open is not, does not have their name on it. And so that could be the reason why he's asking you to, to distance yourself because there are doors you're about to walk through that they're not supposed to be walking through with you. So you need to obey because there is a reason. Y'all, I say this every episode, God does nothing without intention. There is a reason he's asking you to do this and you don't want to be, you don't want to find out what happens if you're disobedient. And so I'm not saying that God can't work around these people, but I am saying if God is prompting you to end a relationship or a friendship, then you need to do it and not question him because there's a reason for the season, baby. I've literally said that so many times anyways, but yeah, doors are opening that they cannot be called into the next season with you. And that is okay. God is not going to you know, he's going to cover you, you know, just trust him. You got to trust him, have more faith in him. And this is the last reason y'all, maybe there literally isn't a specific reason, but God asked Abraham to take his, kill his only son just to see if he would obey just to when he gets to the action. God's like, just kidding. I was just testing you. So this could be the case. Maybe God does it's telling you to end a friendship or distance yourself and you're in the acts of doing it and brought me you do it. He could be like, just kidding. I was just testing you. Whatever the case may be, y'all, you need to obey. Okay. Obey, 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 obey. We need to master the art of obedience. I'm not going to lie. Confession time. Just naturally, I am a defiant person. I hate, I don't hate authority. Let me not say that. But I struggle with authority, okay? And so letting God have full reign over my life and control over my future and him being the ultimate decision maker is the hardest thing for me, let me tell you. But I still can get so much better at it, but I've taken lengths and strides of God knows how far of being able to almost blindly obey him at this point because I think like, I just, I just feel like my trust in him has increased so much that I feel like I just don't, I, I would rather know what's on the other side of being obedient to him than being disobedient. And so here we are just, God says, jump, I jump, you know? And so that's what I'm saying. You, and I'm not saying it that's like that with every case. I definitely have some 
probably disobey God all the time. But um, I'm just saying you got to get to that point to where it's just like God says, do it. I do it. What is that song on Not So Raven? <laughs> when Vanessa says jump, you say how high. How high. Anyways, only my That's So Raven fanatics would get that analogy. But listen, when Jesus says jump, you say how high and you just do it. And also, God, you just never know, like, if this person is gone forever or for a season. You know, this person can always come back into your life. Um, you just don't know the plans that God has for you. But I can tell you they are plans to prosper you, not to harm you. So just obey, y'all. I'm sorry for dealing with toxic friendships. They're not fun. Trust me, your girl gets it. She gets it. And so um, if you need extra prayer, DM me. I will be so happy to pray with you and help you navigate through this time because I know it's not easy, but, um, but you can do it. You can do it. You can do it with the strength of the, of the Lord. Like just lean on him. So that's the end of this episode. And I hope this enlightened you. I hope that you learned something. I hope that, uh, this cleared some things up for you and, most importantly, I hope that this navigate helps you navigate through how to get out of toxic situations. But um, please go follow the Instagram page, the underscore weight underscore pod. And yeah, I guess I will talk to you guys next week. And leave me a rating on whatever platform you're listening on. Okay. All right. Um, okay. See you next week. Bye.